having out. Having <laughs> out. <laughs> you gotta use it when you have it. You gotta True. use it when you have it. Oh, oh my god. The new sound so, bite. There we are. <laughs> so for those of us who are not, and by the way, you're making a mistake. For those of us who are not on the Instagram daily checking out our posts. What the fuck are we referencing here? What is this having out? (laughs) No, we're just, I'm just making fun of a user who commented on one of our Instagram posts, which I posted over the weekend because my fiance, Brandon, and I were uh, building a PC. And I just thought it'd be cute to put a little Bioshock Big Daddy inside the PC build as we're working on it. And And it was cute. Caution, Big Daddy's at work. But according to, I'm not going to call him out. I'm not going to dox this kid. But like, yeah, no, they can see it. We're not going to delete it either. That, that yeah. is true. But basically, there's just somebody who commented being like, not a Wait, good presentation you, of the PC. Did you build. see? Did you Wait, see this guy's uh, Instagram? Uh, like, he is an origin PC tech marketing specialist. Hashtag free pie slash pro PC builder slash photographer. Oh, so well, he really apparently cares. he's one that can't read hashtags because I said hashtag in progress. And yet he just felt the need to come in here on the tyranny of thumbs page and say it wasn't a good PC. Build. Wait, can we get a verbatim read? James Piaggi, his. I, we need to know the exact text if we're gonna. Not dive a in. good presentation. There are exposed cables having out. Mm. That's the having out that we're talking. Okay. Having okay. out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like I didn't know the context that he was like really deep into yeah. the PC there's exposing like, space. There's like three exposed cables. It's. I don't know. It's like, is it, it's a good enough picture that maybe he thought it was trying to be like a serious PC build photo. And then, but it's, it's like, it's just, it's your first PC build in progress photo. Maybe I need to add more hashtags. Hashtag first PC build. Hashtag PC build. Hashtag in progress. Hashtag not done. Hashtag please don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I wonder if Hashtag this guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, he makes, he must not have seen the hashtags because it definitely he definitely like my reading of it was like this guy came in being like, well, this is not a post you should put on our battle stations or something. Yeah, um, but like I don't know. I actually think you, you didn't should even leave the you didn't even tag. Like I don't know, how did he find it? Probably it just the, follows the hashtag PC build. And he's probably oh. going around criticizing. That's my But who's the mother? Yeah, that's the this thing that gets me. This guy posts a lot of pictures of him flipping off the camera. Really? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Dude, it's just like the thing about. What a fucking loser. Look at this guy. I love how like the second we've had interaction with people, we're just like, we're just fighting back. But like, yeah, this guy definitely listens yeah. to the podcast. So whatever. But even if he does, hey, if you're listening, I think what like, I guess what's the value in just walking around and just attacking people for their picture? I just don't see it. <laughs> Like, that's the problem with the internet is, like, the person who was, like... Also, thanks cool. for the fan interaction. We really appreciate you commenting on our post, even though it was kind of aggressive. Like, we really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. You contributed to our most Instagram likes, which was, like, I think above six. <laughs> also, shout out to, so. your, to your coffee mug that says Year of the Cock on it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're done. We're done. 
Thank you very much for probably not listening. Um, okay, cool. So it was cute though, because Brandon was just like, "You have a follower who hates your post." I'm like, "He's not following us, Brandon. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he's definitely not following us." We should go follow only. I don't even know if you can do that, but we should do it. So okay, so I was gonna leave this for the end of the news section, but I actually think this is a perfect segue right here in that. Um, as you may have noticed via that Instagram post or via us talking trash about how you didn't see the Instagram post or if you're that guy, we talk trash about you directly. Um, <laughs> Zoe got a new computer and built it over the weekend. And as a result, I think a good conversation for us to start with is those of us here that have had PCs for a while, what do we recommend? Like what's the new world of gaming that Zoe now has is, you know, what Don't kind recommend of games? Origin anymore. Why is that? Because <laughs> gonna- that's where he works. Oh, okay. Wait, was it Origin or was it? Yeah, it's Origin PC. Okay. He's Anyways. a marketing specialist. But anyway. All right, here's a, here's, a, here's a fun thing we can try to do. How about let's not talk shit about this guy anymore? <laughs> okay, but seriously though, no, it's it's exciting because I, I feel like, you know, multiplayer shooters, I think specifically is like a genre that is like PC dominant now. And it's like, it's what a lot of the streamers play. But I'm just curious, like, like I have a couple things that I think will be interesting. I know a classic is Witcher that everyone talks about. Um, and another one that I think would be yeah. So Zoe, since you have a new computer, you're gonna play Call of Duty with McCoy and I, right? Dude, that yes. <laughs> Dude, actually though, I I one of the first things I did was download Apex Legends because the first time I played it, it was like on my potato of a laptop, and I was lagging out. And according to the live gameplay from McCoy and Adam's point of view, it would be like there'd be a person there, and like five seconds later, I'd shoot. So, like, <laughs> that was my experience. But I booted it up for the first time yesterday on the new PC, and I was like, this is how this game's supposed to feel. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. And, in fact, that game is maybe even supposed to feel one-up, which is having a 144 hertz monitor. But that's down the road. But, yes, at least 60 smooth is, like, the bare minimum, I feel like. And I feel like gaming has really, like, in that area, has kind of evolved into this territory where they've just... They've just left behind anyone who doesn't have a gaming PC for certain games. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, like, unless you have maybe an Xbox or something, and but then it's not the same thing. Like, like Apex or like, you know, PUBG is a great example. I know these things are on console technically, but like, and that's its own separate thing. And some people love that, but there is specifically this mouse driven aiming category that just, it does not exist in any other way. And, uh, it's fucking awesome. I don't know. I would recommend PUBG. I think that game is still fucking crazy. It's so intense. You can see the the historic start to all of these battle royale games, and you can see like just what it's about. It's it's brutal, um, and it's all about being seen. It's all about stealth. It's all about <laughs> what what's, what games just give me weird signals. Over I'm here. just I'm, I'm looking through this guy's Dude, Instagram. There's some. Real cringe shit on here. <laughs> All right, we can move on though. But now I'm actually curious. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll share it to the Discord. We'll post it to the Instagram. <laughs> oh no, I think, I think I might know one or two of the of the posts you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, um, at least we're not just like totally kissing this guy's ass because he interacted with our shit, right? Like that's a plus. Yeah, right. 
I was gonna yeah. say we're like one of one of two extremes. We either worship you on the podcast and talk about <laughs> you for days on end, or we True. just absolutely eviscerate you for days yeah. on end. Oh my yeah. god! There's a very simple rule, listener. It's are you nice to us? Did you try at all yep. to be a courteous person? And then we will literally change the foundation of our podcast <laughs> for whatever feedback you gave us. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. if you're a dick. We're going to look through your shit, apparently. I guess is what we're going <laughs> to yeah. do. I didn't realize that at first. Of course but... I'm going to. Oh my God. Guys... <laughs> this is my bread and butter. <laughs> I'm actually tempted to like go onto one of his photos with a PC build and say, not a good presentation. <laughs> cables are happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, nah, there's, there's no cables in his builds. They yeah. don't work. Uh, he would... Yeah, he would but definitely anyway. be like, excuse me, bad English. And you'd be like, lol, that's what you wrote on my page. And then... And then <laughs> All I'm going to say is he also has a Instagram dedicated to his PC building, and he wrote specialized in one of one builds. What does that mean? Exactly. Nice. Okay. Well, it probably means Sounds something. Sounds like some uh, fucked up English there. Well, I'm sure it, yeah. But, you know, I'm sure it means something. Maybe it means, like, I don't know. He built an apartment <laughs> to say one-on-one builds. One-on-one builds? Is that, like, um, a new dating app where you, like, build a computer together, and if you can get past it, you're okay? Probably. All right. Um, we got past our build, McCoy. We did. And was that, that where you're like, I'm going to go hang out with Elena and you can just build this thing <laughs> on the table? <laughs> Hell yeah, I can. Um, cool. So anything else? I just wanted to open this up to the group, though. Uh, like, James, like, what do you think? Like, should we fucking get Zoe in on fucking Gears? And we'd all just play just, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what do we do? That would be interesting. I feel like Zoe would not like that game. <laughs> I don't think so uh, Perfect. But it is very cheap to get in on it. Because of the uh, the Microsoft, like, whatever it's called. I can't even remember what their Game Pass Game is Pass. called. Is it Game called Pass. Game Pass? Yeah, Game Pass. Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to call all of them Game Pass and then forget which one is actually Game Pass. <laughs> Seems pretty smart. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, like the Apple Store, Apple iTunes uh, mobile Apple Game Arcade. Pass. Oh yeah, the Apple God, Game right. Pass. Yeah, the I, Apple, I mean, the Apple right? Mobile Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, that would be fun. I'd be down. I'd re I mean, like reinstall that. that game for for playing with all. all I've of wanted us. to revisit Risk of Rain too. Now mm. that I yeah, have it I bet that yeah. game with um, you know any frames per second might right? be good. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. Like yeah. the fact that. I, yeah, and also like, that we can play it with only four people for the podcast. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, now that rest we have in four. peace, Adam Stafford. Never <laughs> uh, <clears throat> forget. Yeah, nineteen ninety three to twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh, you think ninety three? I made it Probably up. Right. I don't know. Okay, it's when I was born. Nineteen fifty eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 1945 to <laughs> no it's true like i'm trying to think of like what else i actually like in terms of the co-op space i mean borderlands 3 is out there uh i yep. i think there's a lot of like reasons why that game is disappointing but i think this co-op is still fun um i have not played borderlands 3 um what about what else what is uh i mean i, I mean i think games hades. like hades yeah. is good as fuck yeah, you've been a lot, yes. James. Tell us about that. I've what the heard fuck's up so with that? many good things about Hades. Yeah, now. so, um, I mean, it's by the people that made Bastion and uh, Transistor and... 
Oh, Empire. Empire. Yeah, Supergiant Games, yeah. Yeah, Supergiant Games. It's it's early access. It's a roguelike where you play as the son of Hades and you're trying to escape the underworld. Um, And it is hard. It's hard, but it's like the the combat feels great. Um, And it seems like they introduce like new characters often i want to yeah, say i every just saw few, that they every had a few character months. announcement recently yeah um so the you play as just the one dude so it's not like you're playing a different character mm-hmm. um but they they just uh in uh well pretty close to a month i guess a month and a half ago they just released a new god uh a new Olympian that grants you powers. So there's a totally new set of abilities that you can get. Dude, um, that's awesome. In the game. Yeah. I've definitely been keeping my eye on it. And I think, uh, you guys know Doa, like the old shoutcaster for league of legends. Uh, he uh, he recently tweeted. He was just raving about it as he tweeted, and he rarely ever does that. So I was just like, "Oh shit, must yeah. be that good of a game." Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I'm glad to hear that. It was very, <clears throat> very rough when they first launched. Not rough, but like very yeah. trimmed. Down. I mean, it was like really Fake. short. Yep. I think, and there just like wasn't a lot of content. It's like what was in there, what I heard was what was in there was like really good for what it was, but there just wasn't enough of it for the game. Yeah. Um, And honestly, if they released it right now as a full game, it's it's like it's a game. Yeah. Well, that's really good to hear because honestly, I was pretty... I was pretty underwhelmed when I first played it when it launched and like everyone else was raving about it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, the art style is cool and stuff and the characters are all right, but this game is not here yet. And so then I was kind of like, I hope I come back and I hope it's good. But like that to me really raised the question of like, can you soft launch a game like this? And maybe it sounds like it is making its rounds now that it's become good. And so I'm really happy for them and I hope they can make a splash with their release, but it's been around for so long. And to me, it, it started in such a, like a, such a contentless state that like i'm glad it's making its way around i'm glad i'll so probably play it again what but... was in the game at that point so you um, had a sword yeah. did you have any other weapons no you had three weapons at least three you weapons. had the sword so the you sword, had the shield spear, and, and, the, yeah. and the spear and the shield yeah yeah so you had the weapons um it was really just that how many the, bosses i think like two so, bosses i think um the first lady the first like lady, girlfriend, yeah, and then, and then who was the second boss? Was it your dad? I don't think. Or it was, was your it dad. was it the Hydra? I don't even remember. It was oh. just like because it's it's like most of that first tile set is pretty much all you played, and then it kind of like you went deeper into hell for like a little bit, and then it kind of just like ended. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, actually, like, you could get a little bit further than I necessarily did, but because they didn't have much content, they had to to skew the balance towards being really aggressively hard, like, really aggressively hard, because they couldn't let you go anywhere. Like, they, they couldn't let you go further content-wise, so right. they had to kill you. And so yeah, that, to so me, was where... Now, okay. Um, 
four worlds to play through. Um, okay. So that's four bosses. Um, there's five weapons. Um, cool. When you... I don't know. I don't know what's spoilers and what's not. It's a it's a roguelike game. When you beat it, it changes a lot of things about the game in a in a really interesting way that increases that like changes replayability to make it more interesting actually. Um, Are you talking about like the I think sort of arguably the... it's too hard to win the first time and then um I mean, but that's just like learning how to play the game. Uh, and then it actually starts giving you um, more stuff and it, it kind of changes the, the fundamental play of the game, which is cool, but it took me a long time to beat it the first time. Maybe that's because I suck and I need to get good, though. Who Probably knows? not. Good I mean, scrub. I'm guessing maybe that's what they want you to do, right? I'm guessing is they want you to like build your character up and... Well, it started, it started feeling like I was running out of the rarer resources, um, or I was just completely out of them and I needed more to like level up my character, like, uh, the character to, or something. Uh, and then I, and then it, everything changed, uh, when the Fire Nation, no, when, uh, when I beat beat my dad, uh, And uh, who's the the final boss? Um, spoilers. Just kidding. Yeah, spoilers. That seems pretty clear. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, I'm fucking glad. I mean, dude, I've been seeing you playing a lot. I, I've yeah, been hearing some positive no, things, so that's fucking awesome. rad. I think we should do it. We should play it for a week. Yeah, we should. I'd be down to see it again. Um, I'm really, really happy for them. This is one of my favorite studios. I really hoped that they didn't just die because they went, they went Epic exclusive for their early beta. Um, oh right i forgot about that and it didn't bother me uh but it was a it was a pretty like do you have it on launching this yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah which works fine and it's not really a problem it was just like sort of like uh that was already decisive sort of like some people didn't really necessarily like that because it's epic and apparently they don't love that yeah and then you add on top of that being like we're here and there's not much here i was just kind of like man this could kill a studio i hope it doesn't but this could. But um, oh yeah, so one other thing which is interesting is that there are five weapons, but each weapon has three or four like different forms, which kind of fundamentally change to more or 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 lesser degrees how the the weapon plays. Um, mm. so like there's actually a lot of content in in just the weapon that you choose to fight with, which is interesting fucking awesome man we should do it yeah i think you heard yeah. it here first cool um i'm not sure if that's pc only but at least that's something you could definitely play i believe with it is and run amazing I believe it is okay um does anyone have anything else that they would recommend i know there's like plenty here i i personally yeah like i said PUBG, like the really intense battle royales i think would be good to get into call of duty would be great um but i'll say you have like a soulful game maybe of a dark variety that you'd recommend i would definitely recommend dark souls always um <laughs> think it runs great on pc specifically dark souls 3 was awesome on pc but those are things you can get on consoles but yeah i mean like to me it's like things like the witcher but then it's also just like a lot of multiplayer stuff in fact that brings us to the next thing because i'm transitioning because apparently we have no ideas about pc games um 
2 Facts. Riot is actually well, making actually, a shooter. And that's actually, a PC game. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Say that again for me that was almost par- only partially listening. <laughs> so, James, I love you. This might be on consoles too. I don't really give a fuck. But the point is that Riot is, re- they revealed their Project A, I think it was. Like, you know, they were like teasing all those different games they were making. Yeah. Where they had all these trailers like, we're making other games. And they did that for like years. And it's like, are you, dude? And then they're like, team fight tactics. But anyways, they just sort of gave, I think, a title, a name to it. It's like Valorant to this uh, mm-hmm. 5v5 Counter-Strike ask it's a counter-strike overwatch combo ask uh shooter and it's a it's a pc shooter and it's definitely like a a a game that's going up against a counter-strike like very clearly and and if you want to play something like that it's definitely on pc so that's coming did anyone see that there was like they they released some uh gameplay to that anyone see that yeah i was able to catch a few glimpses of it it looks cool um i'll just be interested to see what they do that's different from you know the counter-strikes and the overwatches of the world yeah it seemed like so overwatch is like a shooter but people have the abilities right it's sort of league-esque in that way like they have their abilities and that differentiates them so you have guns but they change based on who you have and and really like their their whole kid in general like their abilities like synergize and counter-strike is like the exact opposite of that everyone is exactly the same and you have to buy into the gear that you want and the tech that you want and it's available to everyone assuming they have the cash um but what overwatch never did is it never went for the Counter-Strike game mode, which is the 5v5 plant the bomb. Uh, and that, to me, is still the area where only, it, like, what? Really? It was never meant to be that, though. Right. That's true. Right, no, yeah. and so that's why I think that they're positioning this as yeah. Overwatch plus yeah, definitely. Counter-Strike, right? <laughs> plus or an I guess actually can... interesting competitive mode. Uh, in my opinion yes <laughs> that's that's what i'm getting to but i guess you could even take overwatch out of the equation and you could literally just say counter-strike plus league you know you don't even have to go to the I overwatch think, but overwatch since yeah. it's a shooter yeah yeah we'll see we'll see i think it's a really cool premise i hope they do a good job to it i watched the gameplay the gameplay did not it doesn't come out until me. july though right <sighs> i don't know I think they said july I maybe- 2020 I may be totally off on this, but I have a weird feeling that Zoe. Yeah, you're you totally might... off. You're right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I have I have a sneaking suspicion that Zoe, you might like the Metro games. The Metro games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are some awesome PC only like shooters, and they're great. I mean, to... they're not PC only, but I would definitely recommend playing them on PC. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, I guess like things I identify with PC. <laughs> Because to me, shooters, it's like if you like doing it on a controller, that's one thing. But a, but a mouse is it's different. And if you like that, it's different, and nothing else emulates it. And yeah. if you ever did want to get get quote good, as James earlier mentioned, that he sometimes feels he is not, and as we all <laughs> feel, we are not. Uh, single player shooter games are a great place to like get used to it, especially with the new computer, new setup. Things are smoother. You can hit things. What the fuck's going on? Definitely. Um, <laughs> also. Uh, if you're not hitting things, lower the um, lower your mouse sensitivity. sensitivity. Difficulty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, but like lower your mouse sensitivity, and if you're still not hitting things, lower it more until you literally <laughs> cannot turn in a circle, and then raise a little bit. <laughs> yeah, true. And then get a mouse pad the size of a fucking state. Yeah. <laughs> James wisdom. Dude, it's actually, for real though, when I was at 
LCS finals in Detroit last summer, Cloud9 gave me this huge ass mouse pad. And the first thing I thought of was finally, I have something that I can play Counter Strike with with the sweeping arm motions. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Yes. And that, by the way, I would still to this day recommend Counter Strike to people. But I would recommend it with a lot of caveats. Okay. So I've still never played Counter Strike. Damn. Should we, for bro? this podcast, oh. have Baby's First Counter-Strike featuring oh, Zoe and first. James? And oh, maybe, Gabe, I don't know what your I mean, I've played Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike before, so it wouldn't be... Oh, you have? I wouldn't be oh, the so baby. it's Baby's First Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike featuring James and then Zoe uh, <laughs> is better than me at, at it. Yeah. Zoe's like a teen or something, you know? Yeah, I, I'm like She's, a preteen. I'm in the okay, toddler yeah, yeah, stages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I would Toddler's love second shit. Counter-Strike. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, the Counter-Strike is just... It, here's, the, here's the thing for me, the way I approach it. Now, Gabe may not agree with me, and that's why we don't play Counter-Strike together, but... I don't play uh, Counter-Strike at all anymore. Right. And I, I would posit it's because of this, <laughs> but it may be just because it's... Because it's a shitty game, lol. <laughs> Got him. Nailed it. <laughs> and actually, uh, by the way, though, I really, really do think whether or not we go all the way to Counter-Strike, the sort of roots of that hardcore first-person shooter and the way that I see it, obviously it may not be the exact roots based on the other people's opinion, but for me it does. Um, the other thing that I think we would, we would, I don't think we should do immediately, but would be amazing is Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six together would be Ooh. fucking rad. Mm. Um, all right. It's all like right. Counter-Strike, but it's way actually well it's kind of league-esque almost because it has operators with different skill sets and stuff like that uh but also it's just counter-strike is very simplistic in the way that you can't destroy walls like there's a set amount of things that can happen and your job is to understand what can and can't happen at any given moment and that will give you an advantage rainbow six does have that but the amount of things that can happen is just so much more that you're often just completely in chaos because you're just sitting there and you're holding your corner and then someone blows the wall open behind you and there's literally just a gaping hole in what used to be a wall and there's just a shattered painting on the ground you're like, okay. And then like three people storm through and you just have to deal with that. So it's it's fucking awesome for that. Um, And that's something that again is like in that PC mouse space that I feel like is Mm. pretty, it's pretty awesome. Mm. So, but here's what I'm saying about Counter-Strike though. If we wanted to do it, okay. But that's not something to me that you can play. Yeah, fuck it. We could we could play it casually. But I think it's like it's worth it to like learn how the mechanics of the game work at a foundational level and then go from there. What McCoy's saying is that he wants to try hard. <laughs> no. I'm actually no. But I'm what I am saying is that I is know that a lot of people that come in try hard. Yeah, there's nothing left. What I have saying no... is there's going to be a lot of frustration. <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying is that That's there's. I think it's more like there's going to be a lot of learning. Not a lot, but... Frustration followed by maybe learning. <laughs> but, but I'm saying what would happen if you learned and then skipped some of the frustration. That's just the approach that I'm taking. It's, just, it's, a, it's a game that has things you need to learn that are not immediately apparent to you. But if you do learn them, that's when you start to actually play it. But... um. And so, so some people feel to me, I come up to me and be like, yo, man, let's just play some Counter-Strike for fun. And it's like, okay, but like we can do that, but how are you approaching this? Because those are the typically the people that are like, let's get on Discord, and then they're, you know, talking over the game. And so then you you if you're a sound player, you're trying to like hold and listen for footsteps around the corner and you can't hear anything because someone's just like talking about what they saw, you know. Did you see this motherfucker posted this shit on this Instagram? Like, you know, they're like doing that shit while you're like trying to listen around the corner. 
And so then it's just like, to me, it's like, okay, fuck all that shit. If you want to actually play the game and you want to see what it's like, there's a there's a certain respect to the mechanics and to the the way you play it. But then once you do, you'll be like, oh, now I understand what the fuck people are talking about. You know, if you're not amazing, like it, it'll immediately reveal itself. So whatever, that's a long way of saying like, yeah, I'll probably sit you guys down and be like, here's how you fucking play. And then everyone will be like, oh, excuse me, I graduated from school for a reason. I didn't go back. And he'd be like, okay, shut the fuck up. I'm teaching you. Um, <laughs> and that's how that goes. <laughs> All right. Um, but it could be fun. All right. I was like, you have some unresolved issues towards me in Counter-Strike. Oh, dude. Playing with you guys was so horrible. I, like, <laughs> can't even begin to explain how bad it was. But I didn't blame you. I just realized that there was just a difference in gaming styles for that game. Um, but anyways. But yeah. it's Gabe's fault. Agreed. Oh, it's always my fault. So speaking of more iteration in this shooter area, that's the other thing. Is that the, the, the mouse shooter space, whether or not you love it or not, uh, and I know a lot of us here actually. Wait, really we're killing mice? Because <laughs> it's the mouse shooter space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'll be honest, I did not know what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. No, 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 get, none of yeah. you did, which is why I. I I, 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 I want like, you to know, James, James how quiet McCoy. you were when you were just like, <laughs> because we're killing mice. <laughs> I also want you to know, James, that McCoy just reached over to like the the soundboard and didn't know what to press. He was like, "What do I do?" <laughs> I didn't have a button. I was like, "How do I?" There's got to be a soundboard. Clip oh, for this. that's so. Oh, that pleases me. I know. I couldn't. So <sighs> not every joke okay, so is here, good. No, every joke is good. So I've perfected <laughs> the art now. No, I've realized that there's a there's a timing thing that we as participants must do. So James says something hilarious. You either have to laugh immediately or you have to let it sit for a long period of time and give it the space that it deserves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's funny in its own right. Um, oh, God. Okay. So maybe like I'll just do the last thing here. But that was just going to be just going to say that like, Okay. Whether or not you like uh, shooters, exactly, um, there definitely been a space in gaming that has been just absolutely blowing up over the past, I don't know, five, six years. I mean, it's massive. With Siege, with Overwatch, PUBG, all that shit. So everyone's trying to get Battle Royales. Everyone's trying to do weird shit. It's just, it's on top of also the world. Doom, I think it's also 2016. With Doom. Yeah, that's like a single player version. And then it just it's just shooting in general has been something that I think with the rise of people getting PCs and then getting into mouse shooters, they're like, oh, shit, this is a whole new world. And it's just really blown up, you know, Battlefield, all these sorts of things. So the rumor that I had heard was that Call of Duty is going to get a Battle Royale and it might even get it tomorrow. Is that what you had heard? That's Gabe? the rumor. Do you think what? it's true? Oh, like literally yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, mm -hmm. literally well, tomorrow. OK, so if that happens... I will buy Call of Duty tomorrow. I heard it was going to be free. That is also <gasps> the rumor. Oh, shit. <gasps> yeah, so it'll be... If that obviously happens, it'll be free I will to... still never buy a Call of Duty game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so obviously it'll be free if you own Call of Duty. But word on the street is... I don't know if it'll come out tomorrow for free, but word on the street is that it will be free for everybody. Wow. So All if right. you don't own Call of Duty, you can still download the battle royale mode should we play a okay. current game on this podcast 
I know. It's like I'm I'm if okay, wait, so tell me you've been telling me some weird rumors about this shit. Like allegedly it's gonna have like a massive player count and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so allegedly it'll be two hundred players. Oh shit. I'm out huge map. Just kidding. <laughs> and uh, Reaching for the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? do I keep going? Um, uh, and then this is also like big speculation, but rumor has it that when you die, you get sent to a gulag and you have to do a 1v1 to fuck? come back to life. That's so hardcore. What? <laughs> Christ. So yeah. basically, I'm going to be in purgatory forever. That's actually awesome. <laughs> yes. 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 That's cool, but yeah. also really noob unfriendly. <laughs> well, what I would just say is that probably, yeah, I wonder if like you get penalized for quitting. Because I know like good form from the groups that I've enjoyed playing with, with all these Battle Royale games, is if you're new player or like you're, you know, just like the play, yeah, your newest player, unless everyone's experienced and everyone's okay with it. But even then, just if someone dies, just quit the game and start over. It's easy. It takes like 10 seconds to get in the next one. You don't have to worry about it. So it's like, the worst shit is like you die and then you sit there and wa- like wait for like 30 minutes. So they're like, I think I'm going to clutch it, man. Like it's just me. I don't have a scope or anything. I just have 12 bullets. It's like, come on, man. Let's go to the next game. Um, so I wonder if you can just quit the gulag or if, if you are literally just. Yeah. Like, is well, I'm it. I'm sure you can just quit, but. Yeah. But is it like you, you fight it 1v1s until you win and then you get out or fucking. I guess we don't know, huh? Yeah. Huh. I think, dude, if it launches, we should play a modern game. That's all I'm saying. I'm down. Think about it. All right. Think about we it. Might do it. So cool. But All speaking right, of games that are not modern, <laughs> <clears throat> dude, we didn't even do the fucking intro. I'm gonna have to insert that shit in post. I'm okay with that. I accept that. <laughs> just, do now. Just, do just do it now. Just do it now. Just do it now. All right. <laughs> we got that, guys. The tyranny of thumbs. <sighs> Okay. I love this podcast. Okay, we fucking did it, you guys. Welcome. Welcome. I'm going now. I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, fuck. All right, so I'm going to throw to you. Who the fuck are we? (laughs) Oh, hi. We are the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, where we just play a game each week and then we talk about it. And sometimes we'll go on a 30-minute tangent about first-person shooter games before you even know who we are. But that's how we roll around here, and it's excellent. What other podcast does that? Not many, I would think. Dude, I swear most of them do it now. Honestly. <laughs> They've like, all figured like that's out like that this is the practice. way. <laughs> yeah, you just keep the fucking energy. Usually they start a conversation beforehand, then they just hit that record button casually, just bam, right in the middle. You I also know? feel like in the past like three episodes we've had... We've talked a lot about Call of Duty before whatever game we play. <laughs> I think Call of Duty is fucking in the space right now. It really I think is. they're no, but like they're really it, I'm impressed. They're really out there. Yeah, it's like, never All right, here's our rant about Call of Duty. What game do we play this week? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope it's not quite like that. <laughs> I feel like it's been week? it's been like a decade since Call of Duty has been well, actually no. The last two Call of Duty games have kind of, I feel like they've been a bigger deal than any of them, any other ones in this past decade. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely think so. It, it, it feels 100%. to me like they, they made the transition from being absolutely king of the world in the console era to being at least a contender 
here in the in the sort of PC era. And I say that because of all the esports that are related to just these like mouse based shooters. And so I think everybody wanted to see what a big established franchise that has huge development teams and huge resources, could they compete? Like, surely they can make a game that's good, right? Everyone wants a shooter right now, right? So what do you got? And I feel like they've kind of given us what they've got. It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Reasonable. Um, So it's, I don't know. It's impressive. Um, We'll see. Their last bottle round was not that interesting, to be honest. But it... I mean, it was better. I mean, it it was more polished than anything else on the market. Yeah. Until yeah, a lot of people loved it. Apex. <sighs> Apex um, was just fucking amazing. Has anyone played Apex recently? Has anyone dived back into that? Because like, I mean, Zoe. I, I hear apparently. they changed it a lot. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> so can you give us a change log between? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I mean I. I wouldn't say that I, I did. I only played like one match and most of it was just trying to get a grasp of the controls again. So I wouldn't technically say that I played it. <laughs> did you play a match? Holy shit. Sounds like she's the expert now. Oh my God. God. No, yeah. I, I did. I did a practice match with okay. someone. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, so it wasn't an actual real life match, but I just like, because I hadn't logged on since season one and now they're on season four. Four, I think so it was like Jeez. coming coming into the client and just all these like new 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 season new stuff new gear and I was just like where's the training I just want the training yeah. please yeah <laughs> they like have hidden it in the client now because they're like nobody needs this anymore and I'm like no please <laughs> <laughs> wait was that a better experience or a worse experience than coming back to League's client after oh like my. fucking 38 years <laughs> oh no <laughs> League's client's an absolute mess actually that's a some gaming news they announced today that they're doing the client cleanup initiative they're like <laughs> apparently going to like clean up their client, but Jesus Christ! I Are like... they going to revamp the like initial install <laughs> file so that it actually like doesn't take two hours to download the full no, game? No, so actually, you know, I did download the full game yesterday. Now, granted, new PC, so you know those download speeds are like pretty oh, legit yeah. right now. But um, no, but it, it only took me about fifteen minutes to. Oh, wow. Install the whole game. So that is definitely optimized since the the college days when we would all just like log on to the client and be like, oh, God, I'm patching. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) I still got 30 minutes. See you next match. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Do do you remember the motherfuckers that would like desync with you the rest of the whole night where they'd be like, oh, God, I started another one. You're like, but I dude, I had five minutes left. Like, why did you? Yeah. uh... Oh, God. Like, you couldn't wait five minutes for me. And they're just like, they have this like dazed look on their face. Like, they're not even a human being anymore. They're just connected to the screen. You're like, okay, well, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Yeah, it's just now the client has like a bunch of like keys that you can use to unlock chests, which unlock stuff in the oh, store. But then right. there's also like blue lame. essence and purple essence that you can combine in alchemy style to make key fragments to unlock certain chests. I'm, I'm lost. I need to like seriously sit down and just go through the client. They tried to update the free to play <laughs> model, I think, to yes. bring it more into the mobile phone era. And That's it, so lame. Like, from what I saw of it when I watched I'm a Cutie Pie's stream, like, three years ago or whenever, I was like, wow, this system sucks a lot. 
and that yeah. that seems to yeah. be the the prevailing like viewpoint. Take that, right? Well, and I always thought League had one of the better systems out there, which was just you can buy the skins that you want with the money that you want. You accept, you handshake yeah. the developers on the way in. I I am willing to pay ten dollars for this. Right. Thank you very much. And then they saw Counter Strike doing fucking loot boxes, and they're like, "Well, well I want loot boxes. <laughs> well, I want infinite boxes. money." But the thing that was interesting about Counter-Strike is that, yes, there was loot boxes everywhere and motherfuckers were addicted like like mad, but you could always use the Steam uh, store or the marketplace to buy these items for the current market price. So you could still go in there and be like, I want to send $5 for a skin that costs $5. You could still do that. And I, I did that. And so to see like League sort of just like, well, we need to get modern with this and just go to all this fucking trash. Dude, like in 10 years from now, people are, okay, either in 10 years from now, they will have literally implanted their, themselves in our skulls and we will be unable to do anything but buy all their skins. Or we're going to look back and be like, this is fucking trash. Because it's already fucking trash. Like who was like the first loot box was like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm like, no, dude, that stuff sucked. Oh, it's so sad. It makes me so sad. How could you do that? Yeah. Oh, like essence and all these fucking things you have to just manage. Like, well, you have three one hundredths of what you need for the it's just no why <laughs> why why well hopefully oh. with this client cleanup initiative maybe that means they're gonna get rid of some of this stuff and like simplify just play more games again. man just just play more games <laughs> dude just chill bro live service <laughs> <laughs> league was already a fucking live service oh man <clears throat> it's just like it's so sad when like so, that's what people love about CD Projekt Red, and CD Projekt Red is getting all you know these what? like amazing headlines. Not a live what? service, though. No, it's not a live Gorgoa. service. But what they keep saying. <laughs> yeah, fuck your thought, McCoy. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. <laughs> it's sorry, true, though. Sorry, for, if there was for, a live service, how do you feel about that? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Gorgo, Gorgo is like awful on the service. completely opposite end of the spectrum in terms of what yeah. we're talking about in gaming right God, now. It's so yeah, true. it's amazing. The thing with Gorgo is just like, yeah, it really is. I think it literally is the exact opposite. Like, I feel like if you're taking multiplayer games as some sort of spectrum, like multiplayer shooters, especially like this sort of cutesy artsy game is just the exact opposite. And in that way, I found it kind of refreshing because I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is a totally different, like, chill, beautiful experience. Like, I, I really appreciated it for that, for the exact reason that it was the opposite. Yeah. I don't know. So, this was supposed to be our break time. This was supposed to be, yo, we played 130 hours of the council. <laughs> 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 and so, how do we fucking relax? And I, I don't know. I think it's a pretty good relax game. What do you guys think? Oh, 100% agree. It's, it's an interactive visual novel pretty much that you just manipulate and lot like you know and puzzle your way through and it just tells a very like I don't know I, I wouldn't say it's a simplistic story but like it, it is just a, a very like non-complex in some ways narrative of just about a boy experiencing his childhood and the puzzles are cool. The visuals are cool. The sound design is great. And so it's just like a nice little way to, it's just a nice palate cleanser between all of these, you know, games that we've played in the, in the game space that involve Washington's spittle on the corner of his mouth. So <laughs> it was a good, it was a good refresher. Yeah. A good palate cleanser between all the train wrecks. <laughs> is it possible that this entire game like exists 
in his spittle. Like, you know, it's some weird, like, fucking picture-in-picture world. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Um, he was trying to make a, a connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was that a, was nice a stretch even for you, cleanser. McCoy. I just appreciate this game for being short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I actually, like... Like one of the things that was most striking to me about this game was the 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 ending sequence, the kind of like you've done all the things, now you need to 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 finish this game off part. So maybe the last, I don't know, fifth of it or something. Um, but after you've gotten all the different colors, it's like they didn't choose to do the sort of Baba's you style thing, which was like, I'm gonna make this harder until you cry. They like <laughs> didn't even necessarily add any new mechanics. They just let you enjoy it till the end like there was a point where i'm like i've learned all this game wants to teach me about how it works now i'm just gonna solve the puzzles and go through and i i actually fucking loved that Mm. as a way to tie it up because i got to focus way more on what it was telling me and what it was showing me from a visual standpoint and from a story standpoint than a mechanic standpoint so i was able to just in a sense coast the end but i I could got to focus on other things anyone else notice that or feel that way i mean yeah it's it's not really a yeah, it's not like a difficulty ramp up per se. It's just a different puzzle element that is neither more complex nor easier. It's like all the mechanics in this game are simply experienced through exploration or like, you know, trial and error method. But it's not like at no point in the game was I ever sitting there frustrated because I couldn't figure it out because there's a finite set of combinations that you can do and a finite, you know, finite number of pieces that fit together. So it's like you will come across the solution eventually. Um, And it's not, yeah, it's not even like a more complex way of layering the pieces on top of each other or fitting the pieces together. It's just, I don't know, a different way. And I don't know what this game does, like in just taking those concepts and just kind of layering them on top of one another to the point where like you know i fit two pieces together i'm like oh no shit that's how that works like that's awesome like i don't know it was it was just definitely just nice that the game didn't want to punish you (laughs) for once yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, and then and there as were a palate cleanser, it's perfect. <laughs> I know. Fucking damn it. Game ruined. Dude, I love the amount of memes that have come out of the council. I swear it's just like it's cracked all of us open now and just like our Instagram's fucking straight memeing now and just fucking <laughs> game sending me clips of shit. And it's just it's fucking pure chaos. Oh, but yeah, dude, great. as a count palate cleanser, this game was perfect in that way. Like I'm so thankful they didn't feel the need to be hard. You know, it's a puzzle game, but it didn't need to be hard. And yes, I might be the one who gets the rep for being bad at puzzle games, but I appreciated being able to play this fucking game and get through it uh, and enjoy it as opposed to being like, don't worry, guys. I was the one who played it. Were you? Wow. Yeah. Wow. But McCoy helped. Yeah. When needed. (laughs) I would say he hindered. (laughs) (laughs) I actually played the uh, 2012 version. Anyone else play the 2012 version? Yeah. I did Uh, do the demo. What? Oh, oh, there's yeah, a, when, right. Yeah, I didn't touch the demo. Yeah, it's it's very similar to the first section, uh, although then it kind of like goes on, spins off a little bit. And I actually feel like it kind of tells a little bit of a different story, too. I really. That's maybe a little bit. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I really go enjoyed ahead. the the kind of uniqueness of the way that you interact with the game. I really, I thought that that was really cool. Um, but yeah, on the, on the subject of it being 
so kind of easy. Like I, I really liked that. I really enjoyed yeah. the experience, yeah. but it took me like an hour and 25 minutes to beat this game and it cost 15 flex, bucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it had to rely on the magic of the moment. Like did the art and did the music capture you? And did you enjoy that hour and 15 minutes say more than maybe others that are extended? Like, you know, that's kind of like it's sell has got it. It's got to be more quality, I guess, as opposed to quantity. Do right. you feel like it meets the $15 for you or no? I don't know. I've been struggling with that question. Um, like, I mean, in terms of, of playing it with you guys, like with the podcast, yeah, it's totally worth it. But if I if I if I were just doing this by myself, I I know that I would have been I mean, I was disappointed that it was over so quickly. Um so I know that I I, I mean, I I would have been even more disappointed. Uh if I was just like, right. "Oh, what's this game?" Uh Yeah, I got this game bucks. on sale. Like, I think I got it during the fall sale last year. So I think I only got it for like five bucks. And so I think my experience of the game was probably a lot less just because I didn't spend that number. Mm. Like I thought the I thought that the five dollars was good. I guess the thing also is like this is a pro like there's a lot more that goes into this game that I guess meets the eye. Like the fact that the the graphics are like they're not even graphics it's just all hand drawn by one guy sure yeah um and it was made over the course of a 6 year period so i feel like i, don't I feel know, like just... it's worth 15 bucks but in terms of like the effort that went into it and like the the whole experience but like compared to the value proposition of so much else that's on the market, it's hard to recommend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can, can we talk about the market really quickly? Because I think that's another thing that I bringing it back a little bit that I think is, is in exciting. And it's not to say that, that you need to have a new computer to experience this, but once you get into the PC gaming space, you are, you experience just, incredible sales um on older games yep. like ones that are taking games that are um a hundred hours of incredible game and they're selling it to you for ten dollars and we just live in that world and these sales come like they come hard and fast you know what i mean <laughs> they're all the time and uh if you just even have these things on your wish list there's systems like that to 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 you know basically like wait for these things and find when they're on sale but there's even external systems outside of steam like this website called is there any deal and there's another one that i think you use that's similar cheap shark but these are um they are aggregate sites it's so what they do is instead of within steam you say it's i'm a, it's wish list right now send me an email when it's ten dollars or some shit or i guess it's like literally send me an email when it's on sale at all these other websites actually look at all of the marketplaces that they can find or like at least 20 and they in real time, check all of their prices. So they're like, okay, it's full price on Steam right now, but over here on Epic or over here on Green Man Gaming or over here on Good Old Games, it's three dollars. No and so then you can even games, set reminders. Sorry? It's no longer good old games. It's just G O G now. Oh, it's just Gog? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gog Gorgo. Yeah. Similar. 
<laughs> connections. No, but like, you know, so then these websites will literally wait and, and email you. If you even say a certain value, you could say, Hey man, this is $60 now, but when it gets to 20, email me. And that, that thing will sit there for a year. And then the second it does, it'll email you and it's anywhere. And a lot of these things give you Steam keys that you can actually redeem in Steam. So you actually still get the game in your normal library like you would at the first point. So the value proposition of PC games and the marketplace, as we talked about, is a weird fucking thing right now. And it will be, I guess, forever because it's digital. It doesn't cost them anything to take an old game and say it's a dollar. And so they'll do it. So that's a weird place to be putting out a new game at all. Yeah. Like new <clears> games... <throat> are always compared to the one-year-old version that's $10. That's a weird it's comparison. Like, it's like, I mean, The Witcher 3. How much is The Witcher 3 right now? Right? Probably $10. Who knows? $15, I mean, probably. It might be on sale. It might be 15 bucks, And that's, what, like 200 hours of content? It's just, it's nuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's obviously different, right? It, it, it's not the same experience, of course, but yeah. The value proposition for that's insane. Notably, it's also a lot easier to steal shit on the PC. <laughs> True. Not that you should do that, kids. Yeah. Right. Especially not with uh, stuff that the Chinese government has banned. That's not right. what you're talking about. China. China. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> Sister. Um, yeah, it's. I, I don't have an answer. I just want. I just want us to talk, like, think about that because it's it's a very weird place for PC games. It's a very weird place to see things like it. It has kind of become like a weird little niche of like, you know, you have these like you know maybe one or two man games that are really small, and they don't you don't really see them asking for full price, but you do kind of then wonder, you know, if it's like fifteen bucks like this case, you do wonder, you're like, oh, this seems pretty cute, but you're like. But is it worth 15 bucks? Yeah. And it goes back to what you're saying is like, yeah, it's, you know, if you're comparing it to, you know, brand new $60 AAA games, it's like, this is worth it. But then you look at that back catalog where you have those, you know, 100 hour plus $60 games that are now on sale for like, yeah, 10, 15, 20 bucks. And you're like, well, I could get much more with my 15 bucks out of these. Right. Than this little game that's like two hours. So to me, this brings up the idea of more and what is what is more to you? Because I know when I was a kid, more to me was hours. Yeah. And, and obviously enjoyment, of course. And they had to go hand in hand. But hours was a huge marker. But I have less hours now personally. So I'd rather fill them with better hours, if that makes sense. And so then there's that too, where it's like maybe that's where Goa Goa takes uh, – a, a better position against some of those older games where you're like, okay, a hundred hours, but I'm never going to do that. And realistically, I'll probably play three hours. And if I love it, I'll play 10. Also, I would argue that as we've come into a more modern age of gaming and more and more stuff's being pumped out, I'd say the value of those hours has gone down in a lot of cases where the game claims it's like, it's a hundred hours, but it's like a lot of it's just grindy bullshit that you don't actually like enjoy. Mm -hmm. So while it is technically like a hundred hours, it's like, this didn't need to be that long. You right. like kind of artificially, you know, laid this out so that it takes longer to do than necessary. And so ex exactly. So then thinking of Gorogoa specifically, it's like, I, I see your point, James, in that in the value. And I think it's a very strange and perhaps a very personal way to look at things. Uh, to me, I know it gained points for being short. 
because I I didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome and I felt like it ended and I was like, nice. Like, you know, like I was, I kind of understood this and I was starting to tire of it a little. I'm not necessarily tired, but you know what I mean? Like I was like, I was kind of done and it was done. So it's weird. Like to me in, in that sense, it's almost a positive. So it's a weird, weird thing to think about price and games right now and maybe forever moving forward. I mean, why would it ever stop? I don't know. So what do you, I mean, like, so would you pay 15 bucks for this? I probably would. I, I, I tend to be somebody who likes to support more independent creators in the first place when it comes to games. Um, and so I, I feel like, you know, I, I know that I'm supporting somebody's, like, somebody's passion in this way. Uh, so I, I'm more likely to spend $15 on something like this than, say, like, I don't know, something from a AAA game space that I know will might be riddled with bugs because they were just trying to launch on time. <laughs> oh, it's not might be. It's pretty much game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. This game was just... This game was a master class in puzzle design, and you could... I, I could tell you know, the developer's passion with games. And, you know, he just did this as a side project while he was working odd jobs. So it's just like, you know, he, this, this kind of game resonated with him. It, this game is actually a product of a failed attempt at a interactive graphic novel on his part. So this is like a failure that we're playing technically, but like, it's a great failure. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so... There, he's got that going for him. It's, but, it's I don't a know. great I, recovery. It's not a great failure. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's a, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Optimism. Yeah, it's a great repositioning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, i i could I could see the passion in this game, so I don't mind the fifteen dollars to realize that passion. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially knowing that it's like if it, it was all hand drawn by one guy. I mean, it's essentially like an interactive comic book or, you know, art art book then. Right. I think that alone would be, like, worth $15 if if you appreciate that kind of thing. I mean, the design of Goragoa itself, that monster is, like, so crazily intricate. And just as somebody who does like to draw, I'm just like, <laughs> I'd charge 100 bucks for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Where's right. the guy from? Do you know? Uh, he was born in California. Interesting. Up, okay. Uh, or at least he, he grew up in the Southwest. I wouldn't say California, but he, um, yeah, I did find it interesting the setting of this game because yeah, like this game is kind of set in a. It never specifies, but it's set in what I would assume to be a country in the Middle East somewhere. Hmm. Um. A country in California. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, he's he's from California, so I, I would be interested why he decided to set the game in the place where he did. Um, just because this game, you know, you go through this boy's life as he goes through, you know, normalcy and then, you know, the war his home becomes very war-torn and there's bombs falling all over the place his mm -hmm. hometown gets wrecked and then 
there's the phases of reconstruction and then back to normalcy. Um, so it's a nice, like, it's a nice parallel story along with what the boy is feeling at the time on the hunt for this Gorogoa creature. Um, and so I wonder if that was just the reason why he chose that just as a nice way to parallel something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really had a hard time placing exactly where, but it, it felt like just like sort of almost outside of a place to me. I, maybe I just didn't get the exact location, but it felt kind of more like this is just a human story about like just war and destruction yeah. and suffering. <clears throat> I mean, the Goragoa and... felt like South American art style to me. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where that's where I thought it felt like it was from, but. Uh, just in terms of the kind of motifs, but I'm, I mean, I could be totally wrong. No, I agree it's, with it's, you. The monster definitely looks like it was like Aztec or Mayan. Right. Okay. Central American, which was kind of cool. vibe. I don't yeah. feel like there's enough of that in modern American, uh, well, North American, uh, culture, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We built a wall. I can see see, like a lot of influences of different cultures and I think the point like the game developer wanted to create a spiritual experience with his game this hunt for the Gorogoa being Mm. a spiritual experience he wanted it to emulate trying to seek seek a power greater than yourself and so I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, there's like no location of mine, but there's definitely a lot of motifs and visuals that, you know, mirror Islam, that mirror like mm. an ancient Ag- Aztec religion. Um, so I, I wonder if he also just kind of wanted to take just global spirituality and put it in his game. Yeah, that's almost what I was kind of thinking. Like, during the game, I kind of, like, lost track of the setting. And kind of the story, I was kind of like, I don't really know what's going on. But, like, I enjoyed the ride through. Mm -hmm. It is kind of like, I was focused more on the puzzles and solving them. But I was, you know, I was really enjoying all the settings and just kind of, like, going with the flow. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's that one puzzle where you have to, like, rotate. I don't remember. It's like the stained glass. You have to like rotate it along oh, yeah, like a gear huh? or something. And you have the different settings where it's like the guy in the desert. Right. And there's like the guy climbing the mountain. Yeah. And the guy like in the forest lighting the candles. So all these like different things just kept going on. Um, but I I loved it. It was just like almost kind of like shutting my brain off. Not not exactly that, but like just kind of like suspending disbelief. Yeah, zen. Maybe. Yeah, just zen, like just going with it. Not really questioning where the scene was taking me or where the game was taking me. Well, right, because, like, the game, with how the game functions, you are connecting all of these different scenes that seem unrelated and linking them together to create almost, like, a whole other, like, a third other world with these two unrelated ones. And so it's just, like, I don't know, it's... I, I I see what you mean, Gabe, because like also there's this fantastical element to it as you're like creating doorways for this boy to walk through, and there's almost this like magical, otherworldly 
element at play as he's just being transported throughout the world. So yeah, like the world just kind of doesn't seem real and almost seems a part of like a childhood ma- imagination. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, almost kind of like, like a, a gardens between. Yeah. Or, or, or the sense I got, I mean, maybe this is like a direct read that like is so obvious. Everyone else is like, whatever. But to me, it was like the whole thing was the collage that the old guy was making at the end or in the middle ish, but it's the, the end of the life. What the fuck? McCoy? No, but then it's like, it's like, <laughs> he's like putting a, it's like a collage of his own life back together through his, yeah. like piecing his memories through and connecting them in this collage way. And I felt like that was like the, kind of the whole puzzle too. No, definitely. It, it was kind of, yeah, just like this kid going on this journey I didn't, through like all these different I didn't put that like, together, landscapes. but I really liked that reading of it where it's like going through his boyhood memories in a collage. That's cool. Yeah. Just trying to like, as you know, as he's just revisiting his own life and just seeing where it went and just trying to understand it. And I felt like the puzzle really supported that where you were like, taking layers and pieces and layering right. on top of each other and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there's like yeah. kind of the more, and I think, I think this could be better realized in a second playthrough to be fair. I think my first playthrough, I was a lot like Gabe where I just kind of shut my mind off and was just experiencing the mechanics and the scene laid out in front of me and less about what had happened or what is going to happen. But playing through it a second time through, like, you do realize that this boy is, uh, you know, you play as the young boy walking through the world, but then there are hints of his older versions of himself reflecting where he went as a young boy. Like he falls from this tower. And I think earlier in the game, you see him in a wheelchair staring at that tower in the distance. And so you realize that he might be like sitting in that wheelchair, sitting, reflecting, like reflecting on his fall from that tower. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I definitely got the read of like at the end with the old man, just kind of shuffling this collage and the pieces of the collage are just pictures that hint at places you've been. Um, and so, yeah, you can kind of interpret that as him just trying to piece together, you know, all of his memories and just reflecting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and, oh man, there's, I don't know, this game caught me off guard a number of times by just like the changing of perspective. And like when you just like realize like you can like change something, like you'd pull out a picture because you intended to move it and then the top piece of it comes off and you're like, whoa. Right. Like he just like, he just like this, like, where am I? Um, but it was cool. It was very, it was like, it was very like pleasant and enjoyable and lovely. Um, I will admit though, I did get stuck a little bit myself personally on a couple of puzzles i don't know even which ones but i maybe i'm just too dumb but like i did i did sit there sometimes being like okay i know that i can't move this picture and i know that i can't move this picture and i know that this picture can move in like two ways and i'm apparently going to be here for five minutes (laughs) but um i don't blame the game for that (laughs) but it it did a really cool job of being like hey you can't move this one anymore you know what i mean like this one's done yeah so it it, it kept it, it it kept you really um well, I just love the whole design of the puzzles where, you know, you have, like, the council where it's, like, all these kind of very different puzzles. Um, Bible puzzles. We need a council button. Space. We need a council button on this bucket. Mother? Dude, fuck. We need a mother clip. Holy shit. I'm writing that down. But I really liked how they kind of limited it to, like, this four, this four square space. Um, 
and even within that like confined space they they got very creative with it where it's like okay you have the instance where you like move things around and they're all independent of each other or you combine like two squares to make a scene and then go off of that or even the instances where it's one square that you move around and there's a whole scene behind right, that yeah. you can only view one square of at a time. Oh, those were always so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I love that design. It was really it was like constricted but still very creative and like free at the same time where it was like you have this set space to work in um and you know the answer's right in front of you in this space. You just have to kind of reorient it to make it happen yeah yeah and and not only that you can click um and there's you can turn this off in the settings i don't know why you would i think it's delightful but you can click on the picture and it'll like it'll basically just hone in on or like make a little sound What's interactable in a, like a point at yeah right. yeah and you can turn that off and i'm like why like that this game would be so much worse without that um <laughs> yeah i never had a moment where playing through part of the puzzle i was like this is bullshit fuck this yeah, game right? <laughs> it was always like it was helping you yeah it was helping you it's always felt like it was it was very achievable you just had to think yeah. It was never like, hey, have you studied the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> council button. Mother, this game but had like, more spirituality in it than the council labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the council had demons. I know. Exactly, it's, right? it's fucking ridiculous. Dude, like, okay, actually, that's something I want to talk about. Not that, but going back slightly, is uh, the difference between the 2012 version and the uh, fully released version. To me, like, obviously, there's story differences. Uh, but there was actually uh, design puzzle design differences that I thought were kind of interesting. Whereas the original demo uh, would let you sit with with things that you didn't know what you were going to do with them for a long period of time. Like I know I solved like a, many steps, like I don't know ten or or so, uh, like substantial solutions while I was still holding that golden ring that comes off the hand that eventually you're going to make a coin for the train, oh. and it was. In the 2012 version, it would it would sit there, and so one of your four pieces was just this, like basically this circle, and it was not usable like in any of the puzzles for like many 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 times, and I I don't know if that's good or bad. It was just different. They clearly in the in the in the published game they held your hand a little bit more. They closed off the options a bit more. They they really wanted to get you through this thing and make it pleasant. Whereas in the 2012 version, there was a just a couple of pieces that like were just kind of red herrings for a long 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 period of time until eventually you would you would use them. And in some ways I appreciated that. And I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of interesting because it's making me keep tabs on when this is going to be useful. And I'm looking out for when it's going to be useful. But then on the other hand, yeah, it, it was a little bit less streamlined. And it had more options that were, that were false basically. So it was just interesting to see that he clearly, um, tuned that. Yeah. I do wonder how like, much of that was due to the fact that you had already played the game though. So you knew what the coin puzzle would look like. Whereas I wonder if you went into that demo with like no knowledge of the game, if it would have been as red herring. Because I, I, I experienced the same thing you did, McCoy, where I was like, oh boy, the ring, that's a coin. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the coin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Did, do you think the original game had stuff like that that just sat there forever, like, but we just didn't notice it? Like the tiles that were just not usable for like a bunch of puzzles? No, I mean, I think I, I would agree with you. I think they definitely like when there was an element of the of a puzzle that needed to be used they make sure like that it 
wouldn't be accessible beforehand and then as soon as you use it it's immediately like over and done with like yeah you didn't really dwell on a lot of pieces all that long um just sitting there in a corner i think the game in its fine-tuned version better like try to incorporate all available tiles all together so you never had to yeah. just have one sitting in a corner just taking up space yeah i think that that's or like tricking you. Frankly, I think that that's a good choice, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think that that cluttering up the the kind of action space that you're worried about, that you're that you're aware of, in with like the ring that's just there through multiple puzzles, is I I think that it's better to not have it accessible personally. Um, just because, I mean, it makes it harder, but it's almost like harder by accident instead of by intention. Um, just because you're, you're adding the number of variables unnecessarily that you have to worry about. Does that make sense? And I think we, yeah, yeah, no, it, it does. And especially like, you know, I think at least I really appreciated that the less difficulty in this game. Maybe at some point they realized why make it more difficult? Like why make it more complicated when we don't have to, that's maybe not even the experience that we're going yeah. for. So they trimmed it out that way. Yeah. Which is hilarious. I use the word we, but apparently it's one person <laughs> and apparently people, single people are just making amazing games. So <laughs> welcome to 2020. <laughs> this was I'm a, a continuation. Why can't I make an accidental good? continuation? <laughs> 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 reasonable this was an accidental continuation of our one one person wonders block yeah. it's kind of cool yeah right yeah i guess and then he like, didn't do the music but yeah he did i mean just the art alone is like crazy that it's just one person that did that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so the one part where I really got stuck for a while was um, in the tower when the bombs are falling. The rock? And you had oh. to get the rock to, like, fall down into the specific thing and, oh, like, line up the ribbons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, man, it took me a long time to figure out that the ribbons were line upable. Yeah. Um, that's that's a cool part about it though. Yeah. It's like a part of this puzzle is also just being able to recognize like if slash like when you've seen a certain element in another tile. Like mm-hmm. I, I seem to recall the first time I played that I was stuck on that puzzle a lot and I think I only got it because at one point I had zoomed in on like the red ribbon and I saw... I was like just one of the other tiles I was using just happened to be zoomed in on the second half of that red ribbon. And I was like, wait, holy shit, they connect. What? Yeah. So like yep. that finally clued yep. me in. That's that's basically how I got it. I was like zoomed in on the red ribbon and the red ribbon or whatever was also zoomed in in a different place. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and moved it over. Yeah. And it's like, Fuck. 
But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, my like, god. Yeah. I, I yeah, I definitely feel like the joining two tiles, like seemingly disparate tiles based on something. They use that a lot in this, and it's just a beautiful way of like like I don't know how to describe it, like uh non-linear attention or something, like where you're focusing on elements but not like not necessarily exactly where they are, but how they might in this other dimension combine, you know, it's like, it's not like you're just looking at the picture and then looking at this picture and putting them together. You're like looking at elements and how can I join them? And I've seen that pattern before. And and that's a really cool way of, of forcing you to look at the art um, because it's enjoyable. So like, great. Um, but it also just like immediately serves the the puzzle too. So it was just, yeah, that stuff was just pretty darn cool. I gotta be honest with you, McCoy. Yeah. There's a couple moments in that game where, as you saw, my my puzzle solving strategy was a lot of just kind of like click everything together. Hell yeah, <laughs> a lot of brute forcing and like just winging end by it. End puzzle yeah. solving. Do you remember um, me saying, "Hey, Gabe, can we slow down?" <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> but I got to be honest, there was a lot of cases like that puzzle included where I was like, "Oh yeah, we just got to do like this and this," and I was just like kind of randomly clicking shit. Yeah, and things just the stars aligned and the puzzles got solved. Yeah, and you're like, wow, did you did you know how to do that? I was like, yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I could I could tell, I could tell. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a lot of it was funny. It was super it was super bizarre to watch you play that game versus play it by myself, because like you're you're like kind of like what Adam described the cat lady is, where it's like you just rub things together until it like <laughs> decides that you did the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if I use the gloves in the toilet? Holy shit, how is that the answer? <laughs> um, sort of thing. <laughs> but like to me, I was like, I was much more trying to like reverse engineer what they were thinking and what would make sense. And so I was trying to like see the the different types of art and how they might work. But again, I'd also played the entire game through, so I kind of knew the mechanics. So it was easier for me to like know what I was looking for. Um, but it's interesting. I think playing this game slow is like delightful because the sounds are really amazing and the graphics are really amazing. And it's just like, it's just an experience to like enjoy. And when you lock in the pieces correctly and you get a little bit more motion as he walks from this place to that or this to that, it's just, it's just delightful. Like it's just, it's just an enjoyable thing to do. And so to me, I was like, cool, I'm going to like take my time and like only do deliberate motions. Um, There were some hidden achievements to this game. Did anyone see what they were? No. Yeah. I've gotten a couple, Um, which are... Uh, well, there is a speed run achievement to this game. If you can beat it in under 30 minutes, then there's an achievement for that. But the achievement is called, Why Though? <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Reasonable. I dig it. Um, there's that. There's an achievement if you get the falling rock puzzle. Like, if you can get all those tiles to connect on the first fall of the rock. Whoa. Okay. Sure. Wow. In other words, can you play this game yeah. a second time? Yeah, for sure. Can you I mean, remember like, the like, puzzle correctly the second time you play it? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, not. right. <laughs> can you watch a guide online yeah. while you play this game? <laughs> Did you practice uh, the puzzle? There was also mm-hmm. one that I wasn't sure how I got it. It, I, it was an accident, but you know the puzzle where you have to like turn up the heat on the one arm of the clock and then use the magnet for the other arm of the clock to create the time? 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that's right. You got the you got the unicorn. I yeah. I, it said you got the right how? wrong time, and I don't know how I got it. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Like, cause I was there's something related to that puzzle I was watching just like briefly a, on my side monitor, uh, a video of like the different achievements, and one of them is like something related to that. You get to see like a horse when you back out to when he's like drawing. So it's like you know, there's a briefcase on the hill when he's looking at the clock. You, is oh, that what you so got? actually, now that I think about it, so um, when he's flipping through the book to see the time when that star comes out, I think the page of the book briefly comes across a picture of a horse constellation with a different time. Huh. And so I must have I accidentally got that one as I was moving the magnet around and I got the right wrong time. <laughs> Dude, interesting yeah. why though what a brutal yeah i love that <laughs> why are you speed running my game <laughs> bro chill <laughs> yeah yeah i think i'm trying to look everything else uh you get an achievement for completing the demo so that's one of the hidden ones right okay um I'm missing one, but I guess it's not really that. It, it yeah. I like the achievement system because it reminded me a lot of Gree, actually, with, like, the whole, like, sure. red, blue, green. So, like, each chapter was just a nice color. Mm. So it was also nice that the game had, like, that kind of chapter progression to know of, like, I have five chapters left. <laughs> I know when yeah, this game that- is going to end. <laughs> I was actually, I, yeah, we, Gabe and I were talking about that, like, so do you think it just ends when you get all of these symbols? Like, you know, we're like, we're rolling through the symbols. Do you think it just ends? And it does have like one more section. But yeah, basically it does. And I found that just ridiculously refreshing um, that it didn't want to do like seven more like- levels afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And now here's <laughs> new like, game plus. You know, the twist. <laughs> but do you know what it was like really lacking though? I, okay. If there's one flaw to this game, it's that it doesn't have like, how do I describe it? Like a, like a gem system where I could like put the, to craft keys <laughs> and then put those into levels. chests. You know, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You can't anyway, reach sorry, really high games. up on bookshelves yeah. to get books. <laughs> there's no skill checks. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh God. The best part of the it's game just, was uh, actually when you got the shotgun to hunt down the Gorago. I was going to say that. that. Exactly. You shoot it out of the sky. <laughs> I actually used yeah, the wrench exactly. though. Uh, it's really overpowered. <laughs> wrench only. <laughs> it was weird. There were plasmids in this game, but I really felt like it was just a lineage thing. Like I didn't feel like they really like wanted them to be here from the start. They just had to. Right. And then what is up yeah. with that box populi? Like, what was the even the point? <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not get started on that. Dude. That could be a real problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's something in the DLC that explains it, but does it really justify it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that right there is why we lost a member. <laughs> yeah, seriously, the box populi. Yeah. Oh, my we God. We lost him to the box populi. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, unless people have other things, I think we might just get into the rating section for this. Um Anyone else got something they want to jump in with? Let's do it. Yeah. The tyranny of thumbs. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, so 
because we've just decided to undo every system that we've ever created on this podcast, I don't think there's like an official like person that even chose this game. And as a result, there's not an official person to end with the review. So I'm just going to fucking ask random people. So, so why don't you tell us, what do you think about this game? This game is beautiful and amazing. And I really enjoyed the puzzle aspect of this game as a puzzle nerd. But I also just really like the interactive graphic novel part. And I think the fact that the Goragoa was just like a updated version of an imaginary creature that the game developer made in his childhood is just like the icing on the cake of like, that's wholesome as fuck, is what I mean to say. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, like I said at the top of the show, like, I really appreciate games where you can see the developer's passion for their craft and the message comes across you know clearly you know it wasn't just there for the sake of being a puzzle it was a game to express a boy going through his memories um and I also just kind of like the aspect of you know things aren't quite what they seem like I think I read an interview from the game developer and he just said that he takes enjoyment in mundane objects opening up into other worlds. And you can see that in this game, you know, you just like zoom in on a seemingly mundane water goblet and it turns into a mountain. Uh, and so just the, the imaginations there, the creativities there, um, you know, I didn't get frustrated with this game. It was challenging in some ass in some parts of it. It was a welcome challenge, though, and I wasn't getting frustrated because the game just didn't allow room for frustration, and I really appreciated that. Um, so overall, I will give this two thumbs up. It was a great game. I absolutely loved it. Fair. Makes sense. Awesome. Unseen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming yeah. to our podcast. <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, so yeah. did McCoy like uh, die James, or something like wanna... that? Uh, yeah. So he. Oh, okay. Bathroom, so he didn't want to um, listen to Zoe's intelligent opinions, is what you're saying? Clearly not. Yeah. yeah McCoy is uh, kind of a yeah. so. Bitch. Can we all conspire oh, sorry, that when he comes sorry, back, back, let's? Oh, I was totally it. here the whole time, though. Just FYI. <laughs> I was gonna say Great we review. should. Like, I mean, yes. We should just conspire to when McCoy comes back and does his review. All of you guys should have just said like that's exactly what Zoe said verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> <You've been listening. laughs> like, I think that's is actually. Is he reading bad. the script? Although, actually, realistically, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> uh, reading the script button. Okay, I'm thinking about. We got two extra buttons on here in this pad. We've actually got way more than that. But just just think for sound clips. But what yeah. if we actually like came to every podcast and had already wrote down a script? Yeah, a script for like our our ratings. Like, all right, James, this week you're going to give this game a two thumbs up, McCoy. Yeah, you're going to yeah. yeah. you're gonna have to justify <laughs> that one thumbs down, McCoy. You've never given this review before. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for McCoy to Do justify his one thumbs up for the council, but oh. that's for another day. <laughs> oh, I justified it on I – thought I, I thought I justified it really well on that podcast. But, um, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I – Somewhat agree. I think that uh, I I also give this game two thumbs up. Um, it's a really beautiful um, game. Uh, the 
atmosphere really, you know, is kind of interesting and I don't want to say unique, but uncommon. Um, the the art style is is excellent. It it and it suits the 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 gameplay structure, uh, which I basically haven't seen before. Um, the big issue is that it's fifteen bucks on PC, so buy it on mobile where it's five bucks. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean, I'd basically recommend it to anybody who has a phone. Uh, play that and Diablo Mobile. <laughs> oh! <laughs> because, because they have, they a, have phone. a phone. That exactly. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, also, I've never played that Diablo Mobile game, just FYI. No, why would you? But you can play the Skyrim. Oh, mobile right. Game, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and the Fallout Mobile yeah. game? Yeah. I don't know. You guys have I have Bioshock, right? anyways, okay, cool. Oh, interesting. <laughs> ah. Makes sense. Yeah, I just, um, I'm just sorry. Like, I don't like phone games. I'm not going to get up in anyone's face that likes phone games. I, I want more people to enjoy more but things. McCoy, what if? Okay. So this Council game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's what was missing from the council is the ability to take it on the bus easily. <laughs> right. I actually think the best version of the council mobile is just that Instagram post that we made where it was 30 seconds yeah. of the ending. <laughs> and you can watch on a phone. I think that's basically the council mobile. <laughs> so True. deal with yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> if you want to play the council on mobile, so, download Instagram and follow Tyranny of Thumbs. That's right. Um, man, I feel like we pinned it enough. I think we did it, you guys. Nice job. Um, cool. Dude, I saw I sent uh, to the Discord this picture of Bernie Sanders where it says like I'm once again coming for your support, and then it's like they like blacked that out and they just like I'm once again it's you know like the life of a podcaster. I'm once again asking you to please rate, yeah. subscribe, and <laughs> fucking I don't know comment or some shit. And it was just it was yeah, awesome. It's a good it's a good um, picture. Cool. All right, so Gabe, so now that you threw me under the bus, do you have a review for this game or? Absolutely, I'm glad you asked, McCoy. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I I think. This game is, it's kind of like James, like calling it unique is, feels kind of weird, but it's definitely like special. Um, I, I personally have not experienced a game like this where it's, because I just don't play them that much, but it's, it's like all puzzle, but I just, I can't get over the fact that they did it in this like four by four square grid thing. And I thought that was really cool. Um, it was very, very creative, and I think it, at times, it felt like, whoa, like, how this is, like, wild, but it all flowed together so well, um, especially in the cases where you could have, like, in different squares, it would be like you're, like, backing out into, like, multiple spaces, so there's, a, there's like, an added weird layer of, like, depth to the puzzles, where it's like, okay, in this square, you have this one scene, and then, like, in this square, you have a scene of, like, a living room, but you can back out and then go to, like, the side and see, like, a kitchen or something and then solve the puzzle from there. Um, and then, yeah, it's also just to know that this game was made by one guy who did that and then also did all the art, which the art was beautiful. Um, very, very creative, well done. And... 
Yeah, it's similar to what Zoe said, which you weren't here for, but, you know. (laughs) 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 But to recap, it's basically like the game was challenging, but it never felt like it was like a struggle or like you were hitting your head against the wall or like it was unfair. It was like, okay, I'm not fully grasping this, but I know the answer is right in front of me and I can do this. It never felt like you were sitting there just like, fuck this puzzle, man. This is bullshit. Like, I just want to... I just want to get through this. Why do I have to do this? It was always challenging, but fun just to complete the puzzle and get through it. Um, and it was not too long. I think it ended at just the right time. It's kind of like at the at the end, it was like, okay, I'm getting kind of like, my, my energy's kind of spent and I want to see the ending now. And oh, perfect, there's the ending. Yep. Um, and I, I appreciate that the game designer kind of respects your time mm, with this game. Mm-hmm. Felt like they've had a really good, a really good window of when the game starts to when it ends to where you're not like, Oh, I'm going to have to come back to this. Or like, I, I don't think I can continue on anymore. It, I think it ended perfectly um, within its window. And I would give this game, I think similar two thumbs up. Um, okay. This was also kind of a case where, I didn't come into this game expecting to enjoy it as much as I did, but I'm glad we played it. And I would not have, I probably would not have played this game otherwise if it were not for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I think I'm similar. I know I've been mentioned on a couple of game of your podcasts that I listened to, but I think it, I think it had gotten past far enough where I might've missed it forever. Um, Shame. this game is really hard for me to rate because, um, Hmm. I guess I would put it like this. I don't think that there are any flaws with this game necessarily. Like it might be flawless, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's an amazing, amazing game or that it's like a golden star or anything like that, or even necessarily two thumbs up. It just means that like there was nothing that was like necessarily protruding enough to be annoying. Uh, And I think that's awesome. And that's like a really amazing thing to have achieved. Um, But I, I <laughs> I love flawed games sometimes too. So it's just interesting to me to try to like you would think, you know, you would think classically a flaw would then take you down the rating. Like, okay, well this shit was fucked up, therefore it's not a two thumbs up, it's a one thumb up. But I I guess I just don't really see the rating system like that in my own head. It's more about like my overall experience th- with the game and I can enjoy flaws too or I can still see the vision of the game through flaws and in this case it was flawless, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily a two thumbs up. So it's like confusing. I was going to say, so you, you don't, you don't like this game because it wasn't flawed. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's <laughs> it, so I wouldn't go that far necessarily, but it's just that, um, it's like, I guess I'm saying that my vantage point around how I look at thumbs is more based on my experience with the game than it is flaw count. Um, but I think it is impressive that there's like essentially nothing that I would necessarily change about this game. I just like, I'm glad that it is what it is. That being said, is it a two thumb up experience for me? Well, it is a puzzle game <sighs> and you are McCoy. So. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like my experience for this game was positive, but Stick to the I'm not sure. I'm not. <laughs> is it, wasn't the script me giving it one thumbs up? Anyway. I'm just gonna like. I'm just appalled that the council is on the same level of, as Goragoa right now in terms of ratings. <laughs> I enjoyed the council more than I enjoyed this game, or at least on the same level. I think that's fair to say. McCoy's a man who enjoys some jank, yeah. but it's not because the council is a better game or even a game of equivalent. Um, goodness 
it's the value that the game gives. It's the enjoyment that I had as a result of the game. And I think those to me are somewhat on par. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I think one thumbs up is where I'm going to sit with this. Um, I actually think, you know, it's funny, like looking back, like I wonder if I'm going to regret things like giving Baba's U two thumbs up because it was a great game and a wonderful game. But that was another example of like this game's flawless. And I feel like we were all stunned by how flawless it was. Um, Do you regret liking Cat Lady? <laughs> no. No, I, tr I really, really enjoyed that game. But I'm just saying like, you know, none of us have returned to Baba's U and it is what it is. It's, um, and it was really amazing. I returned um, to Baba's for U. For what it is. But I oh, wasn't the cool. one actually playing the game, so I was trying to remember how we solved other the puzzles together. And then I was like, fuck this, mm -hmm. on a puzzle that we had already solved together, and put it down again <laughs> and didn't go back. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. The puzzle gamer's fucking lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think one thumbs up for this game, it, it easily could be a two thumbs up. I just think for me personally and what I absolutely love in games, I don't think it quite makes it to that. Perhaps that's like a new adjustment. It that needed a wizard duel. You're absolutely myself, right. <laughs> right. Well, it was, it was, it was delightful, but like a two thumbs up to me is a huge resounding recommendation. And I don't know if it was quite that, but it could be. And I think everyone else here had that experience with it. And I hope you do all recommend this to everyone for yourselves, you know, but for me, it was like, yeah, good, solid, great. Um, but I probably will forget it. Um, truthfully. Uh, and that's just, that's just where I'm at with it. Um, but undeniable in terms of he did an amazing job. It's just to me, I think somewhat forgettable. So, okay. All right, cool. Um, what do you guys think? I think you What, what I, we talk no, about? What kidding, the fuck we're going to do just... next week? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I think I think the extra thumb for me comes because I did not expect to like it as much mm, as I did. Yeah. So it was like I was pleasantly surprised and that surprise is what pushes it over for mm. me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, really I'm also yeah. not a fan of puzzle games, so when I like a puzzle game, I'm like, okay. I was gonna say it's yeah. got the All resounding right. game endorsement. That's how you know here on Tyranny of Thumbs. Put that shit on the box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then Zoe's mom's gonna choose it now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like, and like, and it was awesome. But it just—it's it's like, just, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in a Not year from now, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna regret eat this either way. Um, but anyway, yeah, you gold starred the cat lady. I fucking <laughs> loved that game. You have to understand that game is not flawless. Yeah. Um, but that's not the way I look at the rating system. It's the value I got from the game. It's the enjoyment that I got from the game. And cat lady has has made waves in terms of games that I, like I remember it very clearly and I remember my enjoy, enjoyment from it very clearly in a way that I think looking back at for our game of the year at a lot of the games we had played or some of the games we had played, I felt like I had done a poor job of understanding how lasting that enjoyment would have been for me. Um, Cause some of, especially with like- um, Gardens Between. <laughs> what's that fucking game? Gardens Between, yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, damn dude, that's the most forgettable game of yep. all time. But I was sucked into like how pretty it was. Um, Anyways, I'm trying to make a correction for that. Perhaps I'm screwing this game for that. But don't worry. The rest of the cast on this podcast are not making that mistake. And they all love it. So there you go. Play this fucking game. Yeah, but this buy it on mobile. This is a better story about childhood. Buy it on Gardens mobile between. or on sale. <laughs> it is, though. I was yeah. going to say, this This yeah. game's mechanics are actually perfect for a touchscreen mobile right? game. Yeah. So definitely yeah. get it on mobile. Honestly, I feel like I first Dude, saw I, this game 
in an Apple store, just like on an iPad in the demo and like yeah. played that around with it for a great, second. Great way to start it. Yeah. 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 Dude, I think I'm this I'll hear controversial opinion alert, but I think I'm just over touchscreens. I just don't think I like them as much as tactile buttons. I think they're obviously amazing for phones and stuff, but especially for games, oh, it really yeah, exposes totally. it. Like to me, I think I would never like I, this is a perfect game for iPad, and I think I'd rather play it on the computer. Like kind of period. Like the like the other day, I was watching a review for this. Uh, is a piece of sound equipment, but it has a touchscreen. And the guy was like, it's a flawless touchscreen. And then he goes and he tries to turn something off and he has to press it three times. And I'm just like, that's my experience with everything on this fucking touchscreen for the past ten years. I. I, I never used to miss physical buttons, but anyways, yeah. that's just my own thing. Um, and I never miss with a mouse. So that's such a lie. But like, you know, mostly <laughs> never. I don't know. It's just, it's just I, I would literally never play a game on phone, even if it was perfectly suited for it, over a mouse. Ever. I guess that's just me, but that's just, I, I think I'm strong in that stance just because I, I don't know. It just feels floaty. Do you guys get that at all? Or are you guys like fucking masters? I'm not, I mean, I'm not over touchscreens, but I would never use it for gaming. Yeah. By choice. If I, if I ever had a choice. Yeah. Some sort of buttons control. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like using like a, a phone for phone purposes or like listening to music or watching TV or something. Also motion controls. Like, yeah. Uh, Oh, <laughs> almost <laughs> always yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they took those they took those out of the the pc heavy rain version i didn't realize they were in until i watched old footage back on the the playstation where they had the motion controls and that was part of the quick time events that you could fail oh my god really yeah. <laughs> can you imagine yeah, you oh, had to like violently yeah, like, shove the control over to the side though like oh. you dislocate a shoulder <laughs> to get the motion control yeah. Man, now i wish i had video <laughs> footage of someone. mccoy trying to play that with motion control <laughs> shit <laughs> me throwing oh, my mouse across so the screen sad. trying to like <laughs> yeah yeah so sad um cool I think we're going to do some discussion off air as to what we're going to do next week, whether or not we're going to take more breaks or we're going to dive into fucking PC land or maybe we're just going to go back and play more story games. Who the fuck knows? It's exciting territory here at Tyranny Thumbs, but you'll know soon enough uh, when the next podcast comes out and or when we start putting it on the Instagram. So cool. Um, I think we did it. I think we're done. Brave new world. Right? Brave new world. Eat it. Did it. Great choice. Fuck yeah.